No, I think it just took forever. And now we are. No intro tonight, ladies and gentlemen, because apparently uh, JLB on the controls is uh, not a good thing. But welcome, everybody, to Wrestling Talk Now, Thursday night rundown, where we, of course, will be running down everything and anything wrestling related this week from WWE, AEW, uh, and all your latest news and rumors, and if there's randomly impact we randomly bring up, we give you a little bit of everything. I am not alone. For now, I am with the crazy one, Mr. Loco himself, Kid Crazy. How goes it, good sir? I'm going good. I'm going good. It's been a long week. Tried to catch up on uh, my wrestling because I was a bit uh, delayed from Friday, but everything is caught up and ready to go. Hope everything is good with go. everybody. That's fair. Hopefully uh, everything is uh, good everywhere else. Yeah, man, at least uh, you caught up. That's what counts. A lot of wrestling as usual. So, uh, you know, it can be hard, especially to remember everything. But you're Mr. Note Taker. So yes. you are a champ at that. Well played. Um, we'll go with the breaking news. So Let's breaking news, uh, breaking news wise, uh, we are going to start it off with, uh, of course, uh, Hangman Adam Page. For those of you who did watch AEW Dynamite on Tuesday, uh, did notice um, between the match between him and John Moxley, uh, he had gotten hurt. They had stopped the match. Um, and then all the, all the reports started coming in saying that it was a concussion or that he was sent to the hospital as well. They gave a thumbs up though. So it is reported that he does have indeed a concussion or yeah, he has a concussion and he's under concussion protocol for AEW at least, but he has been released from the hospital. So that is a good sign in the sense that he can just get medical attention more near his hometown and whatnot. And uh, he will be resting for the foreseeable future. So Hangman Page, so far... So good, nothing overly serious where he's hospital bound. Um, but yes, he uh, did receive a concussion on dynamite. Um, whether it was because of that lariat or it was his head hitting that mat, I don't know. But um, it seems like he was, was knocked crazy. out from the lariat because if when we see the right. when we see the replay, it was pretty much directly to the head there. Um, I yeah. don't know if, if, if Adam uh, if Adam went a bit too down uh, earlier than he had to, but he got that, that that arm straight to the head, and he kind of awkwardly fell on the side of his head and neck. Uh, so that's where we right. were more um, preoccupied with was if there was any spinal or uh, neck injuries. And thank God the first uh, prognosis is that it uh, wasn't. It was just a concussion. I don't want to minimize a concussion because a, a concussion is still still serious, but. Right. Um, it looks like it's not as serious as we thought. Uh, maybe for a fraction of a second there, we weren't sure if it was um, if it was storyline or not. But then when right. we saw the cameras, when we saw the cameras, were trying to avoid him, and um, then we fi quickly found out that it, it was pretty serious. Exactly. So that's one thing I noticed right away. Uh, sure as hell, Taz's comments didn't really help out with anything yeah. because Taz yeah. was. I felt shocked, he was yeah. over. He looked. He looked. Well, he looked shocked. But then I was like. You know what I mean? Like it was weird. It was just like the other what the other the other guys were acting very professional about it, mm -hmm. and Taz was just completely out of character. And I was like, "So is this a shoot, or is this a work, or you know what I mean? Like what's going on?" But um, yeah, you, you don't see just, him take off his uh, his his sunglasses a lot. 
And when they cut that second time to the commentators and we saw it in his right. eyes that he was really concerned. So that's when it really kicked in. Okay, hope, hopefully uh, Hangman is good. Now that we did see him turn, we did see him when they turned him around where he was kind of holding, uh, he was kind of holding <laughs> his, um, his neck area a bit and he moved, right. he moved his arm. So at least we knew that there wasn't no um, uh, paralyzation, I guess, paralysis, at that moment. Yeah. Paralysis, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. So um, quickly, I don't know. I don't know what your opinion would be on this, but how do you think they um, they managed this uh, this whole the last? Because it was 10 minutes. I think there was 10 or 13 minutes left on the on the program, so they had to reimagine it yet uh, everything. I mean, and they had to kind right. of cut to the MJF promo setting up the full gear match. Uh, would you have right. liked them to take another route in this, or does the show did the show have to go on there at that moment? Oh well, no, I mean the show must go on, kind of thing. What else are you going to do? Um, you know, in that regard, I'm just I was just more curious of how they would have done it if mm. everything went at bay. So I imagine Moxley still would have won, mm-hmm. perhaps. Yeah um because that was kind of the story they were always telling from the get-go between yeah. MJF and Moxley um just i think there maybe might have been an interruption if the match still went on because when okay. they panned to the um the booth there where MJF usually sits to watch the matches he wasn't there so this was maybe roughly five minutes before anything ever happened So maybe this was foreshadowing an appearance from or an interruption from MJF. That's what I'm thinking. And he'll, he would have, he would have still probably have done the same. Oh, I'm going to try and fight you or whatever have you. Um, and then, you know, he goes and gets the mic. I think him mentioning it the way that he mentioned it was a little bit, obviously completely reimagined. Um, but I, I, I figured that was the plan in full gear. John Moxley versus MJF for the title. Um, that does set up nicely because of that lovely promo MJF did with Regal oh my uh, earlier on. <laughs> Not even MJF, but Regal. Oh my God. Right. They were both, they were both on fire. The story, the story, the storytelling MJF telling that story was amazing. And the response mm-hmm. from Regal was just perfect. I think that's uh, probably... I'm going to turn my back now. Yeah. <laughs> and let's see how you're going to do. Uh, you know, oh, I, just I love I guess you're not ready. <laughs> so I don't know I if he was like ready. Yeah, it was kind of he was are you going to hit me by the back and take a shortcut? But then he doesn't and then he's like okay, you're not he's ready. So Yeah, it was kind <laughs> of like uh, are you going to take the bait or are you not? And he obviously didn't take it, but it was a very fire promo and uh, it was I guess it was to set up The end of the show, which would have been uh, under other circumstances, would have um, had a better uh, finish. But uh, that's right. where they were going. Uh, we've seen the the stories back and forth, the promo ever since the 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 mocks came back and won after that whole press scrum with uh, CM Punk. We knew that that was the direction they were going to go. And right. um, now the lead up, uh, the lead up to a full gear, we should have some very interesting promos also back and forth from uh, Mox because Mox has been on fire in the mic also. Yeah, Mox uh, is gone his, you know, he's gone his own kind of way in uh, that regard. And um, he's just gotten better. And now with the, you know, him being there for five more years, uh, John mm-hmm. Moxley uh, signed up for another five more years in more roles. Same thing we have with uh, Chris Jericho. Yep. He signed up, I think it's for 
three years technically Jared, he extended yeah he extended for another three years so uh he's uh until 2025 um was it 2025 or 2026 because i think he had one year left yeah that's right i think he had one year yeah. left so i think it's 2026 where where he will be 55 years old at the end of that contract so uh, there you go yeah, yeah. so it's a, it's a good I, th- I guess these two uh when it comes to Jericho and Mox uh what they really didn't want is when it would have been their last year of their contract that they, they didn't want no rumors going up are they going to sign with WWE or are they going to stay with AEW they just want to take take that off the table right away and say no we're we're AEW AEW guys and we're here to stay so uh, yeah we don't want to go through all that bullshit and honestly a uh, good choice and I think these two are going to be the locker room leaders officially kind of going- thing you know what I mean? Going, going forward. forward. Yeah. Uh, I think Jericho was already there, just him being the one of the uh, biggest veterans there. Um, but now Mox with really taking a role of, um, I think he kind of did it when he initially did that first promo with uh, Paige yeah. kind of thing, or even that first promo on uh, Dynamite after all that. And he kind of yeah. was talking to the locker room. I think that's initially when he um, imprinted his uh, name into being um, one of the uh, locker, locker room, room leaders. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah. And both superstars uh, say what you want about Jericho, his personal opinions on certain things. It is what it is. But both of these guys do respect the wrestling business. So I think it's uh, it's a good move because God knows it's been a circus um, for uh, for a good chunk of the year. Uh, whether yeah. that's due to CM Punk, whether that's due to the Young Bucks, clearly something wasn't working there. And uh, now at least we got two guys who've been in the business for a long time who can at least stabilize the locker room and just keep it going forward. And hopefully AEW has a, a bigger and brighter future. Yeah, I totally agree. And I, I, we can... Uh... I think it's safe to say that going into 2023, one of the priorities of Tony Khan and AEW management is to try to get this drama and backstage stuff. Um, if it does happen, stay in the family and not have uh, this be public or because shit's going to happen. But but I mean, to make it public and have all these um, these uh, I don't want to say divas, but these uh, egos going at each other uh, publicly is not a good look for uh for the company and what we did find out uh, yesterday that i forgot to write in my breaking news um, notes was apparently uh santana and uh, and uh, kingston got into a physically backstage a few months ago we could presume it's around the time of the blood and guts uh and apparently ortiz and santana are not on uh, good terms yet as um as of now so i know he did get hurt um uh, Santana did get hurt at Blood and Guts. That's why he didn't um, go up on top of the cage. Uh, but apparently, right. there was more story. To, uh, there was more story uh, to that. Um, back. There was more backstory to that uh, to that beef, and uh, we just found out that yeah, they got it. So now, um, Kingston, it is the third time uh, something I, has happened. I think. Yeah, but do we know why they had beef? Because I feel like no. Kingston's beef with Santana is the beef that Santana has with Ortiz. So yeah. the whole thing with that is Ortiz is very comfortable where he's at. He's very content with doing whatever AEW wants him to do. And like, hey, I'm getting paid well. I'm grateful. I like where I am. Mm-hmm. Whereas Santana, he wants to be pushed forward. He wants to get, you know, he wants to 
uh, do a lot more. You know what I mean? Yeah. He wants, he has that inkling. He's more ambitious. To, mm-hmm. He's more ambitious, if you will. Um, considering these guys have been, you know, Jesus, they've they've been wrestling for God knows how long, maybe a good 10, 12 years already. Oh, yeah. Because uh, they were in Impact before, and I imagine they were in the Indies before that. Um, so I was thinking that it was kind of the beef between that, and Kingston kind of took Ortiz's side. Yeah. You know, um, a lot of people are weighing on both men. Like, okay, look, Ortiz is happy. But again, maybe that's why Pride and Powerful weren't getting pushed to Mm. a big enough extent. Because, hey, well, if they don't really necessarily care for it, why am I going to end up pushing you? Mm -hmm. Um, On that side note, maybe that's why Santana was angry. Um, maybe it's due for them being always in Chris Jericho's, um, uh, factions. factions or in other factions. And that's all they really have done in AEW. So is it a booking issue? Is it Ortiz issue? Is it all, is it a Santana issue? Is it all of the above? Um, and it's kind of sad that Santana and Ortiz don't talk. Cause I truly do feel that if they're not together, I don't think they'll be able to do much separately i agree um unless they bulk up and they completely change everything about them i think there might be potential i think there might be potential there for santana maybe uh like if you said if he beefs up a bit and uh, he's got more charisma uh speaking on the mic and everything but i do agree Mm -hmm. uh i I love this tag team together uh it's a shame that they didn't get to a, a, a championship run um Right. Yeah. Deemed for for them. Uh, And now we don't know because, you know, in the tag team, we all know got to have certain chemistry with each other. And if there's uh, there's tension, there are friction in between a tag team. It's really hard to uh, get uh, pushed through. We don't even know if they'll they'll get back together or fix all this problem. But I am disappointed because I really like proud and and powerful. And uh, they were they were good tag team. I put on some. Bangers. Is it Pride and Powerful or Proud and Powerful? Well, I know you might be right. They might be Pride and Powerful. I'm not 100% sure. You, you could be right too, though. I just thought <laughs> I was wrong. Uh... <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's uh, it's uh, it's sad. But to come back to what we we're saying is these these things have to stay in house. Uh, these yeah. problems and uh, hopefully that's. Well, and I think they were for a good chunk of. Um, I, I think they were for well, the a first good two chunk years. Yeah, time, you know what I mean. Um, yeah. But yeah, but you know, Kingston, he just always talks to maybe he got involved and, you know, they're all from New York and whatever. Yeah. So maybe they're like brothers, you know, they're all Hispanic too. On and he's top an of emotional that. guy, Kingston. It seems like he's an emotional Very person emotional and he's guy. a real, he's a real person. There's no BS with, uh, with Kingston. Right. If he has something on his that's mind. That's why I love Kingston seems, though. Exactly. Me too. That's if he has something on his mind, it seems like he's the kind of person that's going to say it. So, uh, so I don't, I don't, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to uh, bag on him for that. Um, no. But but it's something that they do have to uh, fix going forward. And then in 2023, that should be a priority for them. So we can concentrate on the product and uh, moving forward. What um, are they going to do? Extra TV show? Is ROH going to get a weekly show? We've heard that there's rumors that they might get one soon in the beginning of 2023. H- with HBO Max, apparently. Yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. That was also, I guess, good segue. Uh, that was one of the big... Uh, news too still kind of rumored though yep. after the next roh pay-per-view which i believe is in december 
final I battle. I want to yeah. say this final battle. Um, starting in 2023, they most likely will be uh, sh- having a live stream TV show on HBO Max, it seems, which makes sense. Because guess who owns HBO Max? Discovery and, and Warner. Warner. So Yeah. So that makes sense. So that they keep everything in the family. And I guess that's it's a kind of um moving forward in in getting the next deal done. Cause now if ROH gets a deal, we don't know how uh, with uh, HBO Max, we don't know how long that deal would be. But with the other TV deals coming up for a renegotiation this year, because I think they finish in 2024. So usually they spend the year before negotiating, see if they can extend. True. So Mm -hmm. uh, that's going uh, another thing going into 2023 that they'll have to look in for because that can be a big boost in revenue for AEW because I don't see how everything went uh, good on the ratings. There uh, seems like the executives at Warner are happy with the ratings that they are getting. So it seems like there will be a a rise in in the TV deal for and the TV rights for AEW. So that could be a game changer also for them. If they move anywhere close to the 100 million mark a year, uh, that can be huge for them moving forward, uh, and, and for their business model also. So, um, that's the the key things they should be looking at in 2023. So it's keep the drama uh, under under the lid, uh, and in the Sorry. family, <laughs> and uh, working forward for the TV deals uh, in 2023. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> and it, it 2023 is definitely going to be a big year for them. So that's I think where we'll see. Um, what they really do with um with AEW right now i i feel like number wise they've always kind of been the same maybe as mm-hmm. when they started which is not necessarily a bad thing mm-hmm. but it's also not improving a lot um so i and you know who knows with new shows just for dynamite and then you add the ROH thing for streaming. And then will AEW get an AEW network or whatnot? Mm-hmm. I think 2023 is going to certainly have uh, some big things. Absolutely. Oh uh, Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. And since we're talking about um, about ratings and TV deals, I guess that's another good segue to talk about. Um, we had a little revival of the Wednesday Night Wars. But uh, this time it was on Tuesday. And uh, Triple H had the... Um, had a meeting or I guess a speech he gave where he absolutely wanted to beat uh, Dynamite on this special Dynamite uh, Tuesday because of baseball. And right. um, it didn't it didn't work out as Triple H planned. Uh, NXT, I guess, did good because they kept their viewership. They didn't lose any of their viewership to uh, Dynamite. Um, and Dynamite did lose, but that's normal because they are on a different night. So maybe some people right. were lost a bit and uh, were thinking it was on Wednesday. But NXT still had their numbers. I think uh, it was 720, uh, 721,000 for uh, Dynamite and six, 657, I think it was, 1,000 for... Uh, uh, I got the numbers here. Yeah, so uh, 752,000 for Dynamite, which a little bit lower uh, than there. It's down from 23% down. Uh, it's down 23% from last week. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, different night. Um You know, fans' habits can't change on a whim. Uh, Mm -hmm. They did have four championship matches, though. They did highly promote it a lot. Uh, But they ultimately still beat NXT, who that's their regular day, and on the USA Network, which is seen by a lot more people, Mm -hmm. um, which garnered 676,000 viewers, which essentially was only like 8%. 
lower. Yeah. Uh, the, and what they were, I think they were hoping on um, was because there was a, there was a baseball game uh, before the dynamite and they were hoping that it was going to last a bit longer and like finish like right before dynamite and maybe carry on some of those viewers onto dynamite. But it ended up finishing mm. almost an hour at seven ten, So almost 50 minutes. Oh, earlier. wow. Okay. So then you probably lost some of those baseball viewers that would have just maybe stayed on the channel and uh, by by curiosity and watched Dynamite. So maybe that's mm. where they maybe lost a few uh, tens of thousands of uh, viewers there. But um, all, all in all, I think it was, I, if I would see it as an outside person looking, well, which I am <laughs> looking into this, would be that, uh, <laughs> would be that, uh, I think it's a success. It was a success for both. I think NXT didn't, not losing viewers. I know they wanted to win. But realistically, um, it's still uh, uh, looked upon as a as developmental, so right. it's still not their not considered a main brand. So I think keeping their viewers is a win for them, and um, not losing too much. Even though twenty three percent is uh, a lot, it's out of a million. That's almost two hundred thirty thousand um, viewers, and I think. But right. uh, considering considering all that, considering the game finished an hour earlier. Before they went on, I think I think we could uh, call it um call it a success at seven hundred fifty thousand compared to uh, compared to a million on a night that not usually there's like you said. So um, I think it could it could be seen as a as a success. And I think for all the um, uh, AEW delivered on the card itself it was a good card, not the best dynamite I've seen, but a, but a good card. Um, One of the I could say it's um. I wasn't gonna say top ten, but definitely top fifteen of the year. Uh, Dynamite. So it's not. It's not like yeah. it, uh, no, no, no. That's what I mean. I mean, you had the tri the trios match uh, to start yeah. it off. Best friends off. versus uh, Death Triangle. That was uh, fun. Um, you know, I had no issues with that. Maybe we're seeing a little wedge between the Death Triangle, um, with oh, yes, you know Hawk wanting to use the hammer, and uh, Lucha Brothers are like, no, nah, you don't need it. Da -da -da -da. So will we be seeing a turn of Death Triangle or we'll be seeing Pac uh, essentially just going crazy and uh, ultimately screwing over the Lucha Brothers? But they still ultimately won. Um, I, I think it was a clean win technically then, uh, yeah, but fire match. Absolutely. Yeah, that was very, very, very good match. Very good match. And then NXT for that, that promoted on Raw, promoted on SmackDown. They had guys right. from the main roster. Um, right. on the show they had matches with guys from the main roster on the show uh, but the show didn't deliver itself the the, the matches weren't great um, except for maybe um, except for maybe uh, I really liked um, what's his uh, stack oh yes um, uh, fire versus Sonya Deville with uh, with toxic att attraction but mm. I don't know it, it seemed it seemed a bit uh, under 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 how do you say it um underachieved. undervalued yeah and underachieved okay. i think i think the nxt this this nxt underachieved for what they were expecting but okay. like i said before they they still were around the the same number of viewers so it's not and, that bad and halloween havoc and this is being this saturday that's what i mean I, so this is the going home for halloween havoc on top of yeah. that yeah. um so that's kind of disappointing and you also saw the uh uh comeback of uh miss attraction herself uh mandy rose um you know i mean i don't know i guess but people you know like mandy rose and so on and so forth you had to do the ko show there you had austin theory potentially looking to cash yeah, in that was a pleasant you, surprise i guess yeah 
pleasant surprise, different. Um, I think KO should probably stick in NXT um, for at least the next few weeks since he's most likely not going to Crown Jewel uh, out of his support for Sammy. So I think um, it's a good thing for him to stick uh, stick to NXT, help, uh, help out with NXT a bit, maybe lose a couple matches to put a few people over. Um, but yeah, I personally didn't watch NXT there. But uh, you know, obviously, I was watching. But it was uh, dynamite. It was but... a fun. Uh, it was a fun swerve because w- now we're thinking maybe Austin Theory will use his Money in the Bank to cash in for the NXT World Title. So that's kind of out of the um, out of left field. There, I think that's good position for him um, because he was. Well, he's not going to be Roman. So well, exactly, <laughs> and he was kind of losing traction on the on the main roster there. Recently, right. I don't know if he's uh, Triple H's favorite, uh, but he had been losing a few matches there. Yeah, anymore at least. So um, I, I, that was a pleasantly uh, pleasant surprise to see him uh, there. I just don't know if maybe if he really wanted to cash in. I don't know if announcing that he was gonna maybe cash in was the best move heel move for him. Maybe just showing right. up a Halloween Havoc and cashing in would have been more of the heel move. But so I guess he said he was legitimately gonna ca- cash. No, in no, he said sure, he said sure, there's a, sure. if he wanted he could do it. That's what he said basically. Oh, okay. So the, okay, we're not sure he, he's gonna show up and cash in, but now we're we have doubts, and uh, so does uh, Dragonoff and um, and uh, Braun. Jagadoff. Uh, not Jagadoff. Not Jagadoff. <laughs> Dragonoff. <laughs> Dragonoff. All right. Fair enough. Dragonoff and. Uh, <laughs> And um, J.D. Mc, uh, McDonough against Braun Breaker, which that should be a fire uh, triple threat match. Uh, but yeah, so going back to breaking news, um, we did hear a steal uh, from the dirty sheets that a steal has been quietly <laughs> released from uh, right. from um, from his contract with AEW. And we did <clears> see again on Ramp, I mean on Dynamite this Tuesday when they were promoting Rampage. We did see in that video package. We did see the Young Bucks. And when they showed before the match, uh, before the ROH Championship match, Dalton Castle versus Chris Jericho, where, when they showed the video of former uh, ROH champions, we did mysteriously uh, see again CM Punk. They're part of the past champions of ROH. So we don't know if this means there's a lawsuit that was settled or dropped, or uh, maybe there's um, some some um, new uh, development in this whole uh, press scrum beef that happened that all out. So hopefully in the next few weeks, we should have some uh, resolved with that. Um, yeah, I mean, that's promising. Um, I just can't help think, I know, but they wouldn't be, I, I can't help think it was maybe a mistake. They had just forgotten it, but no, how do you forget it? You're doing a whole promo well, could package. Have been. The human errors do happen. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I'm sure they re- somebody relooks at these packages before <laughs> they go on air, though. Yeah. Right. I would no, think. I would it. think. I would think. <laughs> um, no, I mean, that's a good sign. Um, you know, we still obviously, we haven't heard anything, except that that was the yep. latest news. A steal. Uh, you know, you're going to bite people, you're, you're going to get fired. Uh, you know, that's, that's 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 what it is in yeah. any job you get anywhere. So Go try to bite your you know, coworker tomorrow. Go try to bite happens. your coworker to see what happens. You know, let me know. If, if you don't get fired, uh, you'll I definitely get up, suspended. You know, I like, might go apply for that job. <laughs> I might go apply. Jesus Christ. We got a biter, ladies and gentlemen. We got a biter. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I definitely, I definitely miss. I won't lie in, uh, here in front of all you guys and say I miss CM Punk too much. But I, I can't lie and say I do. I do miss uh, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. 
being around. Um, there's uh, there has to be, I guess, because this is all elite wrestling after all, you know. Uh, it's not right. all WWE wrestling. It's all elite wrestling, <laughs> and um, they're they were a big part of uh, launching this company, and I think they can be a big part of uh, this company going forward. Uh, hopefully, right. they do find um, an agreement and everything is resolved with Tony Khan and uh, and all that. So uh, that was a promising, like you said, I think it was the right word uh, you used there. Promising for. Um, for future developments and uh, we'll see if uh, soon there'll uh, be an announcement hopefully so yeah that's it so uh and you know by full gear too that'd be kind of dope full gear is happening when oh it's in november right i think it's i think we i think we mentioned this last week but i think it's the first um first week of I december 18th, i think though. could it be oh, a okay. week well, I, we'll wrong check, there we'll i, I want to say the 19th of november now i didn't check yet uh what is it called it's uh full gear. Oh, full gear. AEW full gear. So it is uh, you're right, the 19th. There you go. Yeah, I it popped right. in my head. I definitely saw Excalibur. Oh, because Excalibur had to redo it again at the end of uh AEW2, right? Oh, yes. When yeah. mentioning everything else. That's um dun, 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 yeah, dun. so basically a month from this weekend. A month from now, basically. We are the we're the 18th there today. You go. Yeah, that nice. Our, uh, our, uh, our amigo has got our back there, Big Red. Thank you, good sir. Thanks, thanks. So, uh, yeah, so that's in about a month. So, that leaves a month of build up and promos uh, working towards that. So, um, and if you are to bring them back, I think full gear as a surprise during the pay per view uh, would be uh, the ideal time to bring uh, maybe not all three of them. Because uh, I think you would right. want to, I don't know, do you want to put them back in the trios picture? I guess. Or do you want I, maybe I mean, Kenny I, to join the title picture? I don't think Kenny needs to, though. I think no, uh, yeah. it might be more advantageous for uh, Kenny Omega to do some other titles. Let's do the trios with them. Uh, they certainly have a lot of tag teams with uh, Dalton Castle's team. Mm -hmm. And you can do, you know, JAS. You can do the uh, Jeff Triangle, um, FTR, and whoever the fuck wants to join FTR. It looks like you it's going mean? to be so Sean Spears, yeah. Looks, yeah, Sean Spears, the perfect 10. I mean, if you're going to pick a wrestler, that's the perfect 10 right there. Um, yeah, no, and I, I, he doesn't need to be in the, in the title picture. And I honestly think if it's going to be John Moxley, MJF at full gear, I think we're going to see an MJF run for a hot minute. So, yep, I totally um, agree with that. Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't, I hope at least the first match MJF gets is not MJF versus Kenny Omega. Cause I truly don't believe that anyone would believe that he could beat Kenny Omega. Well, if there's one person that could definitely um, put over another wrestler, that would definitely be Kenny Omega and the rub uh, that MJF would get from beating a Kenny Omega clean in the ring. Uh, depending how they do it with Mox. If MJF, which I hope yeah. that's where they're going. If MJF can, cleanly beat Mox, which I think that's the way they should go, um, then then you could start building credibility for MJF and then having him continue that with uh, beating uh, Kenny Omega. Because uh, I, I don't know if you you have this feeling also, and be interesting to know uh, if, our, um, if our audience members also have this feeling, but do you feel like there's, a, there's kind of a slow turn here for MJF? It's weird. It's weird. He's like playing. He's really in the middle of heel and babyface. He doesn't want, he didn't want to use it then, 
because he wants to use it at full gear to make sure that Moxley's 100%. What kind of heel does that? Uh, mm-hmm. He didn't take the um, he didn't take the cheap shot on William Regal. Mm-hmm. No, he every heel would do that. He told being mad at his, that, uh, being mad yeah. at the firm guy last week for interfering. Uh, interfering, so he was going to shake what's his face's hand. Yep. Yeah. Who did he wrestle? Who was he, whose hand was he going to shake? Um, uh, what's his name? Yuda, Yuda, Yuda. Yuda, that's it. Now we kind of see Yuda maybe going heel with yep. uh, him being mad at Daniel Bryan for still talking about Daniel Garcia. So mm. maybe that's where we're going to see. Uh, and I love that because now that's what we're going to see. Yuda be more ROH. That ROH TV deal sounds like it's around the corner. Yuda to ROH, Daniel Garcia to the um to the combat club yeah and credit to uh, credit to uh, our uh, our co-host here on w uh, talk uh, now on wrestling talk now Je- jeffrey <laughs> jeff tavares jeffrey <laughs> jeffrey that was a bit weird jeffrey um, that, did, that did mention this that uh, wheeler yuda might be a better uh, asset for right. roh and that daniel garcia would fit better in uh in the the blackpool combat club so um I think that's yeah. I, I think that's where the the story might be uh, might be ending up. Um, yeah. So I want to I want to apologize for uh, for the past uh, few weeks. Well, not few weeks. I think it was last week where I mentioned that maybe this um, this WWE New Japan Forbidden Door was going to be open, and I had some uh, I had some hopes with the, all this uh, Carl Anderson uh, from uh, the the OC. Uh, defending mm-hmm. his open weight, his open weight title in New Japan. Well, uh, that uh, the stick got put in the wheels this week, where uh, they announced the OC will will be at Crown Jewel. So there's a, confl- a scheduling conflict, and uh, he won't be defending his open weight uh, in New Japan on the, that weekend. There's no no news yet that he's going to drop it, or that he's going to. I mean, um, not drop it. I mean, um, relinquish it. Right. But we still don't know. Maybe that that will be rescheduled. Maybe they're still they're still negotiating on that. But I'm a bit disappointed that they didn't uh, let him go defend it. I think it would have been good for both companies. I think would have how? Been... Well, I, business wise, I think no. But I mean, I mean, how? It's literally the day before Crown Jewel. Oh no, 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 no. The 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 fact that they're he's wrestling now at Crown Jewel completely uh, for makes it yeah. uh, makes it forget it. Uh, it's not not possible. It's I like mean, a it's, sixteen hour flight from Japan to uh, to Saudi, Saudi Arabia? Arabia apparently. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, that, fuck. That, no, no, that won't happen. <laughs> the I, guy's I gonna saying, get there right at the start of his match. Like. Yeah, <laughs> I was saying more like if they if he wasn't on the Crown Jewel card, then they could right. have let him uh, let him go defend that. I think. I think yes, of course it would have been. I think more advantageous for New Japan um, to have a WWE wrestler wrestle on their card, but I think right. it would have been. It, it would have kind of cemented, or not cemented, but I can. It would have put a new look on Triple H and his openness to have these kinds of um, deals, and uh, right. that kind of closes the door there. We'll we'll have to see how uh, how this continues. Maybe like I said, they're still in negotiations for a future um, championship uh, from the defend that championship. We'll have to we'll have to see because they look like they're pretty much cemented on the on main storylines on the main roster. So, well, I mean, and I also do think it's more of New Japan's fault. Uh, New Japan didn't try to get them onto a contract, and then you go put a belt on them mm-hmm. or on Anderson. Um, you know, Trips probably didn't even really know anything of what was going on. Maybe Anderson told him, "Hey, I'm the New Japan champion." That could be, yeah. um, but. 
you know, Trips is like, okay, but what's going on with that? I don't know. You know what I mean? Uh, so negotiations are very possible or it's just kind of like, hey, New Japan, too bad, too sad. Um, when he has free time, um, then maybe he can go up there and whatever. But uh, until then, I need him for my pay-per-views. So it's kind of – and New Japan dropped the ball on that. We'll see if he face, yeah. We'll see if he fights in January, though, because he's supposed to also fight for um, – The Wrestle Kingdom, yeah. Wrestle Kingdom. So we'll yeah. see. And then if he misses that one, I feel like New Japan will just be like, okay, fuck off. We're really – Yeah, if, if we're really happen at that point, yeah. Yeah, but I think because that definitely WWE has the leverage here because they're they have them under contract, so right. <laughs> that's all the leverage you need. But right. um, I, I think there was an openness uh, to, to this, and I, I think it would it would work to his benefit. But I, I agree, if if this is not done by by the January uh, Wrestle Kingdom uh, New Japan show, then uh, we mm. can uh, forget about that <laughs> for sure. Forget about uh, it. What? Uh, oh yes, the so on Bloomberg. That's a pretty big breaking news from an interview that The Rock was making to promote Black Adam. Um, he was asked a few questions about uh, his conversations with Nick Khan. Apparently, they've gotten together a few times, discussed a few matters. One of them was The Rock being an executive uh, for in right. WWE or part of the board, I guess, where maybe the the the, the responsibilities aren't as big as being a, like a VP or something, uh, but right. at least part of the board where you could have to vote and uh, do stuff like that, uh, which I, I doubt that would be something The Rock is looking into. But the interesting part of that interview was that discussions were had. We don't know how deep these discussions were, but that right. they have been discussed about The Rock uh, and some investors buying WWE right out. So, um, yeah, that was kind of some big news because we don't expect this. The Rock to buy what? Because it's a publicly... Um, uh, run company right so you would have to i guess buy a majority of shares i don't i don't see the rock turning this back into a privately owned company with him and some right. investors so it would I have mean, to could. be like well he could yeah but I, I would see more of him buying probably maybe vince mcmahon's shares or i guess would be around that that kind of a deal um but that just shows you how um how big The Rock is, and uh, for him to even mention right. that he would be interested in buying a multi-billion-dollar company like this, just shows you how um, how big he is, and shows how how much he's still involved and still has this um, this love for the industry and for the business of wrestling. Uh, you obviously see it in the Young Rock and his show; uh, it's right. very wrestling oriented. So, um, yeah, I, 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 and look. I, I don't know though. I I don't know why the like, bro. You already have XFL going. You know what I mean. Yeah. That's gonna start yeah. in twenty twenty three. Like, you have a bunch of movies, and I get it. You wanna. You have. I think you have. Um, you have a gym. You have your own like gym clothing line thing going. Under uh, Armour, the called. Rock brand. Yeah. Under Armour, the Rock brand, and so on. And I guess yeah, those things are like whatever. But to own. WWE thinking of buying like what are you gonna do with that bro like you won't be able to focus a good chunk of your time I mean maybe it will just be like hey my name's on it I own it but you guys just keep doing your thing keep running you it know, kind that, of thing because I don't see the rock being it. in gorilla every week right no <laughs> no that's not no. gonna happen but hey I need to promote something boom i'm going back he could do that anyways now but yeah. i mean uh you know hey oh uh you know what all my all the superstars now are gonna have my clothing maybe he'll make it in a fucking like 
just so he can get some more money out of everywhere. Uh, but I know I don't see him being in gorilla. I triple H, Hey, still run it. Steph, whatever, mm. uh, do be like, not be, be my VP, if you will. And con your VP two kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll just be the head of the table. Oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> there goes the WrestleMania. There goes the WrestleMania rumors again. <laughs> Who's the head of the table now, Roman? I own your ass. Do you smell it? I don't know. Well, he did say you when they I mean? asked like, him, because he did acknowledge him as the tribal chief. Right. Uh, he did acknowledge. I'm saying The Rock acknowledged the Roman Reigns as the tribal chief. But then when, um, when Chris asked him who is uh, the head of the table, he did say you're looking at him right now. So you're uh, looking at him right now. So it's kind of conflicting, uh, conflicting. Uh, that's it. Well, R- Rock is gonna troll. Why not? Yeah, right? Exactly. Because guess that's what? A, that's the Rock. The, the 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 wrestling the wrestling dirty sheets are gonna prom- are gonna talk about it, and then while they talk about it, what are they gonna promote? Black Adam. Yeah, exactly. You know exactly. what I mean? So yeah, it's a great promotional vehicle for uh, for, for the sure. Rock. So there's there's uh, there would be some pros, and obviously in everything there's cons also. But um, uh, yes, there is. There's very there's there's too many cons in the wrestling industry. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's, uh, no pun, uh, pun intended. There, pun, pun is intended. always intended. Yeah, it was all about the pun. All about the pun. Okay, so that was the breaking news. I guess we could start our rundown. Um, uh, I guess last little thing oh, yes. uh, we would like to mention is yes. uh, our thoughts and prayers do go out to uh, Tamara and Kevin Nash. Uh, their uh, son at 26 years old has passed away. Um, way too young. He was way too, way too young. Uh, of course, we had heard news about, uh, I'm not going to get her name right, had heard news about uh, the former um, Tough Enough winner who had passed away yes. at 30 years old. Um, you know, just hearing about all of these stories of how people so young are, um unfortunately passing away is just really heartbreaking and heartbreaking for all the entire nash family and his friends and uh you know i can't help but think uh you know uh how strong kevin nash is going through uh his best friend also passing away this year as well scott hall and uh now to get news no father ever wants to ever hear in the world or anyone's lifetime uh that his son has passed away um there is no reports uh, on what it might have been but it did seem that his son was happy uh, he was doing the too sweet podcast with his father now and he was just getting involved into that so uh that just came across uh the 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 sheets today and uh our thoughts and prayers do go out to uh in the entire nash uh, family and uh everyone who's who's known who who has known uh, tristan as well as uh the entire nash family there yep it's just very uh, sad and uh, heartbreaking news to report there yep yep uh thoughts and prayers to kevin there this must be really hard on him so uh may you rest in peace tristan yeah um and uh can't really segue uh, away from that any uh, mm. in any kind of easy way, but we also, of course, did have a lot of uh, wrestling this week. And um, Rampage was we, in Toronto, filmed the day before. This this is valid, and it was still fuego. It was still fire. Uh, that crowd, I don't think, was as good as Dynamite, but they were still pretty amped. 
you saw um, you saw that there was maybe a bit less people there um i thought so yeah it was an hour rampage and i guess they filmed dark um and and they had some tryouts apparently also with some canadian wrestlers also oh on nice Tuesday. yes because uh shane hawk uh was there from iws and a few jeremy other Prophet. people jeremy Prophet. yeah there was quite a few um, there was quite a few so that's i've seen these guys in montreal iws mm -hmm. and so on so uh pretty cool to see them there i was wondering i'm like why is there so i'm like oh yeah they were in toronto yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know? and we so. did get a surprise uh visit i don't know if this is, means he's officially back in AEW, or if it was just because it was in toronto but we did see our buddy here uh, um uh from uh from quebec sorry i'm getting all of them mixed up here uh, Stu grayson was right. um did appear with the dark order segment backstage saying come on guys we're in toronto i wouldn't miss this for the world but no news if it's official if he's officially back I, or it's just because it was in toronto i think it was just because i think it was just because it was in toronto yeah. uh, there was no news that he had and resigned they or did, anything like that and since they were they did end the the, the contract on good terms it was just a business right. uh, decision that That's he it. thought he deserved more and tony khan respects that so i guess it's easy for them to uh on an appearance basis like this, like this in yep. Toronto, bring him back. And they got a, they got yep. a, got a good pop from the crowd, even if it was For backstage. Sure. So uh, yeah. that was cool. But the card itself, man, I really have a hard time catching a good card. I don't know if it's because it's the hour. Every time it's two hours. Well, actually, no, it only happened once that it was two hours. And with the battle of the belt, so twice right. that <laughs> it becomes a better, a better product. But when it's an hour, man, do they have a hard time? Uh, Cause other than the, um, I think it depends. Uh, I, I it really depends on because uh, sometimes the hour goes by so quick, and then sometimes you just have like two filler matches on top of the other. It's like for some reason, it always starts off nice and it always ends nice. It's just in the middle, especially for Rampage, it yeah. gets kind of uh, gets kind of weird sometimes. It yeah, really because, depends. It's really a hit or miss, though. Yeah, it yeah. There's no uh, there's no halfway mark here. It's there's either no it was mark. good or it was it was very yeah. bad because the the. John Moxley, I think they did hurt. It did hurt them here by starting off the um, the Blackpool Combat Club. Combat Club, uh, them already in the ring. <laughs> I'm all right. over the place today um, because I think they lost by not having Mox come out. Well, I guess maybe over there, uh, being live, they probably had Mox come out with his music. But um, right. it was kind of weird. But the match, Butcher and the Blade, uh, underrated here because they put on a, a very good match with uh, with Claudio and Mox. Yeah, it just it just wasn't needed. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of more on like. Well, yeah, you're right that like, it wasn't to build uh, to build no storyline or nothing. Anything and like I guess that. sure, exactly. I, I I do enjoy Butcher and Blade. It's just I need me a storyline. Yeah, you know what I mean. I agree with that. I, uh, I need me a storyline. You're giving me an hour. Granted, an hour. What can you really do? Hey. Um, can't stay jlb is a whore okay perfect <laughs> um uh, damn it. The, the comments aren't going everywhere though that's the unfortunate part but either way yes so not a great match uh well no it was a good match well, it's just it just felt pointless that's lack all story behind and it yeah it lacks story and then you know when you kind of get um when you kind of get you know, you don't really get good women matches. You're kind of like, why wouldn't you have just maybe put another women match there then kind of thing too. Mm -hmm. I, I think I'm more 
a little biased on that too. I would have liked to have seen maybe another woman's match instead. Cause if you're going to put a pointless match like that, give me more women on the card. So at least you, I see that you're trying to do something more with the woman. Cause I think the woman right now, aside from uh, Soraya and, uh, or Soraya, I don't and know. Brit. I'm pulling a Taz. I forget how to say it mm-hmm. As- aside from Soraya and Brit. And I guess maybe, um, uh, uh, TBS champion and uh, Jade Cargill and um, Nyla Rose. Nyla Rose. Nothing else is really kind of going on, and they have a shit ton of women. So, JAS was pretty cool last week, or was it? Was that? Yeah, on, it was on page, Friday. But... Uh, Anna JAS versus Nyla, and so they... that was that was fun ish. Yeah. You know, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. getting behind Anna J Anna JAS too. She's she's so really I... she's really improving uh, improved in the last year. Anna Anna JAS. Her in-wing, right. in-ring work and her mic skills. Um, she's th- she's, she sometimes is easy to be destabilized, especially from the crowd. You know, it mm-hmm. takes, it, it, it's hard sometimes when you want to, you have something to say for a promo or something and the crowd keeps on interrupting you. It's very hard to navigate that. Not everybody oh, can sure. do that well. So, uh, sure. and um, so I'm not going to, I'm not going to uh, dig on her for this, but I, I, I am going to congratulate her on, on the work she's put in. And how she has improved in the last year, and I guess for the storyline of that of that with Nyla and uh, what was it? Jade came out and um, kind of like furthered the uh, furthered that rivalry. What was it? Uh, she beat up the security guards, right? And um, and then Nyla kind of escaped behind behind the security guards when um, when uh, Jade was kind of beating up the security guards, and then. Like the security guards got in the middle of them again, and now she couldn't beat them up no more. But at least they furthered the uh, furthered the story. But it was weird. On. It was still yeah. kind of weird. Like I don't get how <laughs> you beat up all the security guards and then you let them pass by. You know what yeah. I mean? Like what? <laughs> and then like, the security uh, guards get in the middle of you guys, and now you can't touch them no more. You can't pass no more when you just gave them a it. beating like thirty seconds ago. <laughs> So Miguel commented, what's up? Miguel, try to go on to, onto the Wrestling Talk Now Facebook or onto our Twitch. Um, for some reason, everyone's seeing mine. <laughs> and they're oh. all commenting on that one, but that one isn't working. So Miguel, we appreciate you, good sir. Just try Thanks, to go onto the regular Wrestling Talk Now uh, forum page or on Twitch as well. Links, I posted the links there for everyone to kind of check. Uh, because, yeah, we're getting uh, no comments there. <laughs> Um, yes. So very valid match of the night for you for Rampage, I guess. I know you said it was a little lackluster, uh, but what was kind or your most takeaway moment, I guess. Well, I was very surprised. Okay. So I'll go with takeaway moment. I was very surprised that Ethan Page, I I, I now see that they are behind Ethan Page because for him to squash, um, Isaiah Cassidy the way he did. Uh, I know he's at home in Toronto. Um, that was also very pointless, though. And now, yeah. like the whole the whole Matt Hardy and uh, private party now being part of the uh, not the firm, but the um, yeah, they're part of the firm. The firm, that's it. Yeah, part of the firm. It was just like I didn't care. You know what I mean? Like you didn't really. It's because the, the the build up to this was very. So they announced it on Wednesday that they would be fighting for the contracts on Friday. Right. You and then on Friday you just put the match, bang, squish, uh, squash. It's over and uh, squish, squash. yeah, squish, squash. It's over and now uh, Matt, uh, Matt Hardy and the uh, private party, uh, their contracts belong to the firm. 
So I guess there could have been more backstory to this. And that's a, a recurring problem for AEW. They do sometimes speed up these storylines a bit uh, right. too quickly. Um, right. But I was surprised. Like it, it could have, I understand you want to make Ethan Page look strong. Obviously, you want to make him look strong because you're setting him up to go a fight for the All Elite prob- uh, for the All Atlantic Championship against uh, Orange Cassidy. So I understand right. that part. But you could have still still made him look strong with a, at least a six seven minute match. Um, and you know, no, it was just too quick. It yeah. was like, why then? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. And, and does just... it come back to this whole story about Rampage being one hour and you got you to gotta finish these matches and put all these stories? Yeah, but then don't put as many matches yeah. then. You know what exactly. I mean? You didn't have to do the Butcher and Blade match. You could have just had that match go on for a little bit longer. It or is you all about... Or you could have built it up with, pro- with a promo on Rampage, uh, another promo on uh, Dynamite, another promo on Rampage, and then have the match after there's a build-up to it, maybe uh, next Friday or the Friday after or the Wednesday after that. But definitely the match right. of the night... Was definitely uh, so the pinnacle is back, I guess, because now they're promoting them as the pinnacle, even on posters. Uh, um, FDR and Sean Spears. So but, it was the pinnacle versus the Gates of Agony, um, which is the Gates of Agony is Brian Cage and those um, those other two guys that are pretty built. I forget their individual names, but that match was good. That match was uh, that's a good way to end the bad show, though. At least they 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 they. They got the they got their credibility back uh, with that match. Um, I, I don't know if it's a main event quality match, but the match itself delivered. This was uh, FTR and Ten versus. Um... No, it was FTR. Yeah, exactly. Ten. Sorry, when you say Ten, I think of Preston Vance. Sean yeah. Spears. Sorry. Yeah, yes. Sean Spears uh, <laughs> versus uh, Gates of Agony. Those guys from uh, from uh, ROH with Brian Cage. Right. Uh, yeah, no, some, it... some crazy spots from uh, from Brian Cage, really uh, yep. impressing, uh, impressive. Sorry, impressing. And um, but yeah, I, I don't know where this is going. I guess there is a little rivalry going on between them, um, but there isn't because you're gonna have then Cage and um, uh, you're gonna have Cage War, uh, Cage versus Wardlow and Joe though, right? So yeah, Wardlow, that's true. And, yeah, uh, Wardlow. Um, Brian Cage and uh, what's his face? One oh, of no, Prima's. It's, the, uh, it's the, the 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 Gates of Agony. No, it's his tag partners in that match that are getting the the title. Or is Cage involved in that match? I think K. Oh, maybe he's not then. Okay, so maybe it I would think be it's the his Gates partners from the faction. But okay. yeah, they're gonna try to. Well, because now we have the return of um, of the Kingdom, right? Which we saw on Tuesday. And it looks like they will be challenging FDR for the ROH tag championships. So we didn't see that uh, on Tuesday. Is... We saw that on Rampage. Oh, it was on Rampage. It wasn't on Dynamite. It was on yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. It was on Rampage. So yes, yes. So we saw the 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 music hit and the Kingdom come out, which is Maria Canales uh, Bennett with Mike Bennett and um, and Matt Taven. Uh, right. Which I like Matt Taven a lot. Maybe Mike Ben is not my, one of my favorite guys. I'm going to give him a chance, though. But Matt Taven, right. I know WWE were, in, were interested in him. Uh, New Japan were interested in him. So um, uh, I'm happy to see him. Uh, All Elite. I like this little short stint with the, the Honor No More in Impact, which was kind of the faction there with uh, the old uh, ROH guys. Um, right. So now it looks like them they're going to be challenge FDR for the for the ROH tag uh, 
tag championships. And then probably looks like they're going to probably be taking it into this um, into this new uh, TV deal with, uh, with ROH. Because I don't see FTR, even though I, I really think FTR would be great for ROH uh, to market as tag champions. But I don't, right. I don't think that's where Tony Khan wants to go. Plus, we still don't know if they've been re-signed or extended on, on their contracts. So, um, yeah, we don't well, know Well, I imagine that. something's going on there. We don't know anything. But, I mean, uh, you know, Moxley was champion. And he didn't uh, have a contract anymore. He was working True. off of uh, per appearance. So, uh, I don't know. I think they do have a good relationship, um, Tony and FTR. Um we are seeing them face the new champions, uh, the acclaimed. Oh, no, I think they have a number one contendership first. Yep, against, against Swerve in our glory. In our glory. And then after that, we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, I'm, I don't know, man. I'm kind of down for FTR to win it. Um, I think it's not fine. against. Uh, I, I, I also don't want to claim to lose it, though. That's that's the problem. <laughs> yep. It would be kind of I, quick. I think the acclaimed is fun. It would be kind of quick. Um, maybe I don't know. I I I I think acclaimed is good for the titles, though. Uh, just for selling merch and all that, the crowd is really behind them. So I don't know. Maybe you're gonna build something with uh, maybe some sort of triple threat match for full gear, FTR, Swerve, and acclaimed, and yeah. then you have um, you know essentially. I don't know. You you have the acclaim still win in some sort of way because they take advantage of when everybody's knocked down or something yeah. to not make anyone look bad. But I think this is eventually going to lead to Swerve uh, breaking up and uh, FTR. I don't know. Maybe that's when we'll kind of get more well, news on ROH or FTR doing something with ROH in December anyways. So, Just my booking imagination going here. Uh, maybe in this number one contenders match, maybe you have you don't put... Uh, FTR in that position of uh, being in a match for the championships again, and maybe you have the kingdom come and interfere and uh, cause Swerve and Our Glory to win, and maybe continuing okay. uh, that feud so you don't make FTR look too bad. I know people will be disappointed that FTR won't be fighting for the championships, but also we don't want to see FTR lose those uh, lose that match. We would like to see them win. Ah, uh, yeah, but at the same time, I don't think FTR can lose any kind of credibility ever. So oh, no. I feel like uh, I agree with that. Yeah. You know, and and not and not essentially FTR versus the Kingdom might be for ROH final battle for the ROH yeah, shadows. That would make sense. So, yeah, that would make sense. That would it be um, that be would for, make complete uh, sense. at that pay per view. Yeah, at that pay per view, I agree. Um, so that's Rampage. Yeah, that's Rampage. Uh, moving on to SmackDown. So SmackDown opened up um, the show with some kind of uh, earlier today uh, video with uh, showing an accident outside the arena. And um, right. basically, uh, what involved an accident, a car accident involving uh, Karrion Cross and his uh, wife, Scarlett. And then Drew just comes and beats the fuck out of uh, Karrion Cross uh, and already a pretty, pretty damaged Karrion Cross. And right. uh, basically, uh, with the car, has banged his head in the car, which kind of opened him up a bit and then was about to smash, put his head in between the door was about to smash the door on his head and basically was stopped by the wrestling uh, officials and security guards mm -hmm. setting up their match for um, their second match uh, for Crown Jewel. I think that was a good way to good way to set up uh, continue this um, this storyline here for Drew and uh, and Cross. 
uh, it makes yeah. me makes me interested in seeing uh, where they're going to go with this at the uh, Crown Jewel. So to kind of also let everyone know as well, Karen Cross was also on, uh, got interviewed um, uh, also about his match at Crown Jewel and what he thinks of it. He says he's really interested to see where it can go and how they can up it from the strap match. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, guys, he is obviously now who we know, uh, but people are still kind of speculating. We don't really know what the white rabbit is because triple h mentioned we're not going to really we don't he he thinks we know what it is but it's not karen Mm -hmm. cross did admit that it's officially not him at all although and he did comment on the fact that uh, everyone thought it was uh and even his friends close friends and family were like yo stop swerving us like it's you just tell us like stop (laughs) and he's like no it's it's not me you know what i mean but he's he's already alluding that it's just bray and that's it yes it's bray related uh, but I feel like the White Rabbit might be someone or something, which maybe just might be both, right? So. I, I I definitely feel there's something more to that. Yeah, because uh, it's almost like what. it's almost like Bray isn't the one controlling it anymore. It's this White Rabbit, and this White Rabbit has Bray almost brainwashed. And I think it's more than just one of his offset characters. Mm-hmm. that he has or it could easily be you know people are when you're crazy da, 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 you have like it's, that movie split there's one yes. character that kind of takes control of everybody and so on so yeah of all this it definitely seems like there's so. a multi-personality thing here going on definitely it definitely also seems that the leader of this is that new mask is that the, the when he puts on the new mask that we've that we saw at extreme rules and that we saw at the right. end of this uh at the end of this promo mm-hmm. um well, since we're we're talking about it, let's let's go to with that promo. I know it ended the show there, but um, but I mean that's the most it, uh, yeah. Yeah, and it is kind we of gotta, we got to speed it up too. So yeah, good. exactly. So uh, <laughs> so yeah, Bray Wyatt. That this kind of felt weird. It kind of felt like uh, Rotunda uh, speaking here, but I think well, this that's was, what it was. Yeah, that's what. Uh, but I think it was what they wanted, though. It, it, they wanted to make him look human a bit, and then they're gonna they're gonna swerve us with uh, this this other well, sick uh, character. I also think that's just one of the characters now. It's him talking, but he is one of the Wyatt Six. Yeah. He is um, Rotunda Wyndham? Wyndham Rotunda? What is it? Yeah, Wyndham Rotunda, exactly. He is Wyndham Rotunda. You know what I mean? That's one, Wyatt One. And then you have The Fiend. That's Wyatt Two. You have Husky Harris. That's Wyatt Three and whatever have you. Six faces of Wyatt. You know, the Wyatt Six. Um, because now I, I I was I saw this this week and it made perfect sense that all those Firefly um, characters are all previous versions of Bray Wyatt. Yes. Okay, so like yeah. Husky Harris, um, yeah. then then you have the Buzzard, which is the Mercy uh, the Mercy version of um, the NXT version, I guess of uh, of Bray Wyatt, and that's then you fair. have the 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 other one that's the the, the WWE version. And then we have the fiend, which is the no, not the fiend, the sister Abigail, which is the one that that was burned down by Randy Orton in the in the in the cabin, and that's why she looks right. a bit uh, dead in um, in the cartoon. So right. yeah, this this Wyatt Six is definitely where we're going, and the sixth character is uh, the guy with the mask that uh, that appeared that Bray appeared with the mask at Extreme Rules, and then that we saw at the end of this promo kind of being cut off. This promo was kind of cut off with the right rabbit appearing on. Um, on screen and the, the, right. that mask saying a few uh, mysterious quotes or kind of uh, stuff like that. So, right. did we get any more QR codes? 
anything like nope. that or they no okay so that, that uh yeah they just kind of uh run raw they just kind of showed what happened uh but i don't think there was anything else i don't remember twitter going crazy over that mm-hmm. um at all uh <clears throat> and i guess uh yeah that's kind of the big thing on smackdown why it's yeah that other than that it was the uso um sammy and uh jimmy still um or Jay. Yes, kind of a feud with New yeah. Day there with uh, Kofi versus Sammy, which was an okay match. And we're still seeing uh, the B- oh, and Ray. Sammy and Jay. And of course, Ray is oh, yes. now on SmackDown, and he has a number one contendership against Gunther. Yeah, because he won the fatal four way between. He took uh, he took Karrion Cross's uh, place since Karrion Cross right. wasn't able to go into that four way. He threatened right. to quit, and Triple H offered him a switch, a trade with uh, to come to SmackDown and a spot on that fatal four that he ended up winning. Which was a pretty, uh, pretty cool, um, pretty cool fatal four way. I yeah. just uh, want to mention before we move on to Raw, uh, Hit Row versus uh, Phantasma. Uh, they got to do something with Hit Row there. Um, they're really losing momentum and really fast. So we need a new leader here. I'm, I think I'm thinking about Carmelo Hayes. Bring up Carmelo and Trick uh, um, from NXT. Maybe Carmelo can cool. take this group uh, further because it's they're kind of. Stabilizing. Yeah, they're no uh, swerve, man. They're no yeah, swerve. Yeah, you can't. No. Uh, you know. No. What else? There's mis- something it. missing there, and I think Carmelo can be the A player for that. So yeah, then Rock Raw opens up with a um, with a brawl. Brock and uh, Bobby calling out Brock, and Brock coming out and yep. uh, setting up this match at Crown Jewel. Uh, I think that's why they took away the belt off Bobby because they didn't want this right. to be a title match. Right. And uh, we people ha- have been waiting for this. M- match for a while do you do you see this going on more than one match continuing after crown jewel i think so i i fucking hope not i'm good and i don't know like um i, well, I don't obviously it depends on the match if they put on a banger it depends on like, the match yeah yeah and how the story i mean goes, yeah you know? i mean you know it, it, it could be a good hoss battle you know brock can work well when he likes the person he's working with. Uh, Lashley mm-hmm. is also a phenomenal worker. They're both amateur wrestlers. Yeah. Uh, we haven't seen them wrestle in a bit, so I guess we'll see what happens. Um, I don't know. I just, I, yeah, we'll see. There's not enough for me. I guess maybe the storyline is more what I'm looking for. Uh, sure, their history is there, yeah. but Brock just comes and fucking f5s him and then lashley retaliates like why the fuck are you messing with lashley though what is the reason <laughs> you know what yeah, i mean that, like i, I agree it's... that they need they need to explain after this match if they're going to continue it they need to find a, a better a better story to uh to explain this why are they that's in, why in... i think it's just a crown jewel thing hey it could be because be that's usually what happens Brock. Yeah. With yeah. Crown jewel. so it's just yeah. crown jewel it's just one-off matches and uh, this is one of them yeah, and uh, we know that Brock is on a part-time uh, contract, so maybe that's just a one-time thing, and then he's out to Royal Rumble again. And then there's no, yeah, exactly. There's no more day. Day one was canceled as well, yeah. so uh, it's going to uh, no more day one. So it's going to go straight to Royal Rumble. So, uh, and something Talk that we swear. must be we've asked we've been asking for this on this podcast for a while, and um, we, we haven't gotten it. And I was really on uh, when was it Sunday? I think Sunday. I caught main event on TV. And I was, I, I see, oh my God, they have a storyline between uh, Mustafa Ali and uh, Sheldon Bel- Benjamin on uh, oh on, on main event. I'm okay. like, oh my God. And it's lasted, this was like the third week of it. So I'm like, oh no, here he's buried again, you know. And to my mm-hmm. surprise, uh, bang, he shows up to beat, uh, to try to beat up uh, Seth Rollins. 
And it looks right. like we're going to have Seth Rollins versus Mustafa Ali. And I think that was I'm good. Down. I think even oh, I'm down too. Uh, I think that's I don't think it's going to be. Over, uh, yeah, um, but I think it's going to be a fatal four way. I think we're going to be getting Seth uh, versus Ali versus uh, Riddle versus Elias. Well, I wouldn't be surprised because they're all involved in the story. Yes, they're yeah. all involved in the story. Elias kind of messed up Riddle's chance. Riddle's going to get pissed. Da, da, da. He wants a rematch. Elias, uh, I don't know, will, will be Elias, but Ali wants to get involved. Ali does something to Riddle. Elias helps Riddle or whatever. And maybe like a fatal four-way, I, I think would maybe make sense. Yeah, that could, be, that could be a possibility. Because we know uh, Rollins gave, uh, gave uh, a stomp to both Elias and Riddle, Riddle to win the match, and then Elias came in and he got one, and then that's when right. Ali came back and uh, attacked the Rollins again. So right. uh, I'm interested in this, seeing where they're gonna go. And I really liked uh, the way um, Mustafa was uh, was dressed. It made him look like he had swagger with the yellow shoes, right. and uh, it, it made it made him made him look cool. So that's you know Ali is a cool guy. He's well, he seems I don't know him personally, but he seems like he's a cool guy by the mm-hmm. when he talks or interviews and stuff like that. So. We really want to see that part of him stand out. And uh, I'm sure Rollins is the perfect guy to put him over in a match and make him look great. Uh, and that would be a potential. fire match. If you yeah. let Ali do what he wants with Seth, especially being just such a fantastic worker. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a good time. Definitely agree with that. Uh, finish up Raw. Yeah, we had AJ Dominic. Uh, not interested. Um, uh, Corbin, JBL. Not interested. Are you interested well, in that? I mean, sure. I mean, I'm always happy for Corbin to be back. Curious to see what they do with JBL. Wasn't a fan of JBL's MC Hammer pants. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was weird. It's like but, uh, it's like he was using the know, pants he used 10 years ago or something. They were in the back room uh, in the warehouse it. at WWE and like throw it on or something. That was weird. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, it was very weird. I was like, okay, can't touch this. Apparently, Unless he shot himself or something. <laughs> Maybe it's it. Oh, I need pants. I need pants. I don't shot myself. I was too busy investing. I couldn't get off the computer screen. I was too busy investing, and then I shat myself. But do we know? Is he a manager? Is he Corbin's manager now? Or well, yeah, that's what it is. He reinvented Corbin, and he's taking Corbin under his wing. I'm not a fan of Corbin's music. Uh, I'm also not a fan of what Corbin's wearing. But I am a fan of Corbin. So uh, we'll see what happens. Yep. Uh, We had no um, no finish to the Miz Dexter. It was supposed to have a match. Everybody's excited for that. Uh, So. Story behind that, Miz is... Well, we're kind of excited because now what does Miz know? Yeah, that's what we want to know. does Miz have to... You know what I mean? Gargano kept on saying that. Just tell everybody... Gargano knows. You might lose... Gargano knows. Yeah. You know what I mean? So just tell everybody you'll get canceled, but at the end of the day, uh, Loomis will uh, stop bothering you. Uh, Mm. You know what I mean? So you'll get canceled, but you won't be dead kind of thing. You know what I mean? So... Um, yeah, so that kind of was intriguing. Um, reason why the Miz isn't wrestling though is because he has a torn um sack, not ball sack, oh. but some kind <laughs> of sack. Uh, he mentioned on a, a podcast where uh, he's still kind of healing from that because oh. the last time he wrestled was October 1st at some kind of house show, and even that on TV, the last time he wrestled was like September 15th. Or something. Okay. So he's been dealing with a few injuries and all that. That's why we really haven't seen him wrestle. That is probably also why um, they did it that way, where he had hit Loomis and they couldn't wrestle. Well, but eventually, based, obviously, we're going to get it. 
Yeah, we're, we're, I think we should get it. Maybe uh, it doesn't look like it's going to be Crown Jewel. Probably a Survivor Series type of match, or maybe, maybe not. It depends how they go to the theme of a Survivor Series. But this is definitely the first time Miz has uh, the upper hand on Dexter since this whole um, that's it. Whole story started. So, so maybe maybe he's getting ready slowly but surely. Um, yeah, so we'll uh, we'll see what happens there. I'm, I, it got me intrigued though, because now I kind of want to know what did happen to uh, the Miz. Why? It, what is the Miz hiding from Loomis? What is the Miz hiding from us? Still kind of intrigued. I don't mind it. I like the Miz. Uh, you know, I'm not big red. I don't hate everything the Miz does. No. And uh, I'm curious to see what Loomis will do after this as well. And with Gargano and Loomis being, um being co-NXT stars and him kind of taking Loomis aside and his back uh, still should be interesting to see what happens with those two afterwards. Because I think this, this is the, or something. I think this is the work or at least the, the idea uh, of this new um, director of long-term um, creativity, cre creative. I, okay. I think this, this is part of his thing to keep the mysteries and the, uh, enigmas and things open to create a buzz and to create people coming to watch the show because they want to know uh, what Miz knows. They want to know who the right rabbit was. And it did work for Raw this week because even with a with a Monday Night Football, they still did 1.8 million, which is the best they've done since I think there was the go home or the, the one right after SummerSlam. I, I don't know if it was the oh, go snap. home or... Yeah, exactly. So, so that was... Um, so that was good. It's working. The people, uh, like, uh, people like you that are interested in knowing what i like it i like what, it yeah exactly what did dexter do to to miz and what the what is uh, does miz know that uh, he doesn't want nobody else to know so those are things that uh, to look forward in the next few weeks on raw um okay let's finish up with uh, i know we talked mostly about dynamite so let's just finish up with some uh, with the ind individual matches we talked about the promo um the championship match also the trios championship match which was great uh we didn't want to take the title since we took the title away from uh, Pac, the All Atlantic. We didn't want to take out the trios. I think we're 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 good with having uh, them as the trios champion, even though, like you said, with Stop. a bit of a hint of maybe a, a friction there between uh, Lucha Bros and Brothers Pac and with Pac. Um, yeah. with the hammer, the whole uh, hammer story. Uh, Storm and Sheeta, I, I, I like this match, and uh, apparently it's ten years in the making. The commentators were saying. Well, Excalibur was saying, of course, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, not 10 years. Yeah, I guess 10 because years. Because I think it goes to the stardom days in Japan or something. Exactly. Yeah. Something like along those lines. And they haven't faced each other since or whatnot. And uh, I'm 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 a fan of Sheeta. So I'm just ha I'm just happy her. to see see her there. Um also Rio to see Rio yeah. back was, was fucking awesome. Yeah. Um she still looks incredibly young, though. Like, holy yeah. shit. Uh, my mom's like, What's why is a 13-year-old wrestling? I'm like, she's not 13 <laughs> Now we understand why, though, when, when Kenny... Um... When Kenny fought that nine-year-old girl, we always thought it was uh, it was Rio. It's just because she she still Rio she's still looks scared. like that nine-year-old girl. She's still nine, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Jeez, uh, no, and yeah, that was we, fun. And obviously, we saw Soraya. Soraya, yes, Soraya. We finally saw physicality there. And some physicality. So looks like it's legit. She's cleared, and uh, I'm down. Let me see it. Oh yeah, because then they disappeared into the crowd brawling. And mm -hmm. uh, we never, basically, never heard from them again. Uh, right. It would have been good, maybe um, a few 15, 20 minutes later, or after the next match, that they would have showed them still brawling in the back. 
that would have kind of been right. cool for the story. For the story, they just kind of uh, forgot about them after them going into the crowd. But uh, right. I'm definitely excited for that. When I saw Soraya running to the day, I'm like, no, is she gonna? Is she gonna? She did, and then bam, and yeah, she did, and yeah. she just jumped, and it looked like they weren't holding back or being careful. Um, mm-hmm. It looked, it looked, <laughs> it looked like real, um, a real uh, mm-hmm. beating there or a fight there. So um, yeah, I don't know where they're gonna set up this for full gear or if they're gonna wait and drag it on a bit longer. But she's clear, baby. A month away. Yeah. What'd you say? She's what? I said she's cleared. So yeah, um... she's cleared. So they don't, want, and they're not in a hurry too because. They uh, people want to see Soraya, but now that they know that she can, she's cleared, and they've seen her uh, in uh, in some physical um, altercation with Brit there. So people, I don't know, are are not are not asking for it next week. Give me a match next week. I think if they build it up right, they put a story and uh, back and forth uh, week week in week out promos back and forth, and the story continuing right. and building. I think they can make it right uh, right for a week a month from now at full gear. Yeah. I would be down for it because then or else. We'd have to wait for a revolution, right in February, so that it starts being. Um, or I mean, uh, not necessarily one of their, you know, one of their. Uh, oh, one of their big uh, dynamites, yeah, yeah. You know, winter is coming, or um, whatever. One of their special dynamites could uh, could be it too. Could be a good match. We've they don't necessarily need a pay per view or a battle of the belts. No, that's uh, true. One of them that's randomly true. gets a belt or something. Uh, yeah, but yeah, true. it was a fun match. Um, MJF Regal, we talked about that promo. Fire! Yep. Everybody agrees Fire. there. Um, no. uh, ROH, yeah, the ROH championship. We didn't talk about that one. So Dalton, I'm, I'm not too Dalton fucking Castle. Castle. Don't uh, you dare say it. I already no, know no. what you're thinking. No, no, He's I don't think you do. Fucking awesome. I don't think you do. That what I was about no? to say was I didn't know him much. Okay. Before this, okay. But with the promo, but with the promo last week, and the match he put on this week, you, I'm, I'm impressed. He's a fucking I'm superstar. Impressed. I'm impressed. Did you see him against Jonathan He's got Alexander? Charisma. Uh, is it Alexander? Who is it? Uh, the guy who got pissed at Tony Khan is no longer there, and he was ROH champion. Uh, Tony, uh, no, not Tony Grisham, uh, Jonathan Grisham. Grisham, Jonathan Grisham. That's yeah. it. Me too. I didn't know anything about Dalton Castle, and then I saw him against John, uh, Dalton Castle versus Jonathan Grisham. Bro, he doesn't look like he'd be good because he has a weird body shape. But Jesus fucking Christ, can this guy go? Oh, not yeah. overly a fan of his gimmick. But whatever, he makes it work. He likes yeah, it. He makes it when work. he gets in that ring, it's fucking banger after banger, though. So and you, you hear him talk, um, you're like, ooh, like, oh, what is he? Uh, but then when you actually, uh, wait, sorry, let me rephrase that. When you hear him talk, you're like, ooh, like, what? Like, okay, okay it's a bit weird. But then when you actually right. listen to what he's saying, he makes sense right. and he has charisma delivering the message that he wants to deliver. He's a bit he over uh, over eccentric, I guess would be the 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 word right. there. But but it works for him. It works for the faction. I think yeah. they're trios champion in uh, in ROH, right? Um, yeah, yeah, they're ROH. Uh, tri- I think they call it six man uh, tag there or something like that. Exactly. And um, yeah. and that match was. Uh, I, I know I know Chris Jericho really loved this match against Bandito, and so did I. But I don't mm. think this one's far behind. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I think Bandito still wins. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, this Dalton Castle, I, I haven't seen him in a bad match. I haven't seen many matches from him. But uh, then reading up on him, this guy also wrestled with a bad back while he was ROH champion. Oh. Didn't tell anybody. This guy almost lost his career. Oh, okay. Um, you know, so um, that made me appreciate him uh, just a little bit more of how much he effort he puts into uh, the business as well. And yeah, man, I 
I was I was I was glad to see him uh, face uh, Jericho for the ROH. I didn't think he was going to win. Obviously, they're definitely going to place Jericho as the ROH champion oh, yeah. when ROH comes in for sure. Yeah, that definitely. Until this TV deal starts or whatever, I think that's what right. uh, the transitional champion will be. Uh, will be Chris Jericho. But I definitely enjoy the story line that they're telling between Chris mm-hmm. Jericho. And this, what they're calling it, the Ring of Jericho now. That, that's what they call it, yeah, right? It. The, yeah, exactly. The ROH, Ring it's of ROJ, ROJ, yeah. baby. Yeah, <laughs> and he's the Ocho, and he's uh, he's on a, a war rampage against um, everything that's ROH. Whether it's uh, we've seen him beat up announcers, we've seen him right. this, uh, beat up past champions, and now this week he said he would. Uh, he said in the past that we beat up uh, commentators, and he beat up uh, what's his name, Recaponi. I think his name Ian Recaponi. Well, he didn't beat up the commentator because Jerry Lynn came out. Oh, yes, Jerry Lynn. And uh, what fucking crazy. And, of course, he took it easy on the uh, tombstone that he gave to Jerry Lynn. Because Jerry Lynn is uh, not a young man But I understand. You want to be careful there. But I understand. For sure. For sure. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, But whatever. It was cool. It's Nick problems he had, right, Jerry Lynn? That's it. So I sus- yeah, I so. suspended my belief there. I'm like, oh my god, on the belt, Jesus Christ! <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I was yeah. in it. I was fine. Yeah, yeah. Like, whatever. I get it. I get yeah, it. Yeah. So that was really. But cool. he is a past champion. Or we, does this does yes. this give us a, a a Lynn versus Jericho match? Maybe. I mean, uh, it could be something that can be done, or maybe Lynn will be manager for someone. Or maybe, uh, or maybe Lynn Jericho picks a yes. Yeah. yeah. You know. Uh, oh my god, dude. Tis- to see Jericho versus Dean Malenko again. I doubt Ooh. Dean would ever be no, able it, to, but holy shit. Because if I'm not mistaken, I think he has Parkinson's or one of those or multiple. Oh, one shit. Of those, one okay. of those um, really debilitating uh, diseases, oh, okay, if, okay, I'm, okay. if I'm not mistaken. Um, but he's also Fucking, a fast champion. So that if, would if, be, you're gonna, if you're yeah. going to mention one of those. And be mistaken, I'm gonna double check. No, no, it's definitely one of the debilitating okay. uh, d- disease. Okay, so okay, it's either MS or Parkinson's. Uh, but we can check. Uh, you can check just to be sure. So I'm not. Uh, I'm not just talking Parkinson's. out of my ass here. What Parkinson's. is it? Parkinson's. Okay, that's Parkinson's it. disease. Yeah. So that's it. So, Damn. Uh, so yeah, that would have been the man of. Uh, the man of a uh, thousand holds against the, uh, what, what did he call himself in WCW when he went against Dean Malenko? The man of a, a thousand and one holds. A thousand four. A thousand four. Yeah, yeah, a thousand four. That's yeah. it. That's it. That's it. But and, yeah, uh, I'm enjoying that list story. had a bunch of arm bars there uh, included. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. But yeah, uh, at 51 years old, uh, especially recently in the past few weeks, uh, he's basically, ho- him and Mox are basically holding the storyline aspect of Dynamite together with their yeah. storylines or their respective storylines. So mm-hmm. kudos once again. I know we we, we give him a lot of credit here on uh, Wrestling Talk Now, but he definitely deserves all the credit that we give him. So Chris Jericho. He deserves uh, it. I mean, Jericho just constantly innovates himself every chance that he gets. Um, that's that that's one thing about work ethic. We were talking about, you know, um, Ortiz being comfortable with where he is. Well, Jericho is the exact opposite. Yeah. He gets bored at where he is, and he wants to continuously try to improve on himself, improve on his characters, and just completely innovate himself every chance he gets. And uh, he finds and hits bangers every time you know oh, yeah. whether he's a wizard a lionheart uh the ayatollah of rock and roll Le champion uh, Le champion you know what i mean like um the pain maker um yep you know this guy can't do any wrong uh and it's been working it's yep, been working it's been working so uh credit credit to him uh where credit is due man you're uh, nope. you are a true legend 
of this uh, of this industry. Goat. Goat for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we probably did good right on time. Look at that. Right on We're time. Top. We're up. top. So uh, take us home. Yeah, we uh, we went quick because I gotta go see Black Adam. Uh, if you smell what the Rock is cooking, so we're gonna I'm gonna check that out and I'll uh, be reviewing it. Probably be reviewing it here on WTN as well because it's wrestling related, kind of, sort of, yes, not sir. really. But I'd like to thank you guys for uh, watching and listening. Apologies for the comment section uh, got a little flimsy. Uh, but next week it shall be better, but I still like to thank you. And we do certainly appreciate all of you. You guys can of course follow WTN at, uh, wrestling, uh, at WTN. What is it? Uh, at, at WTN underscore wrestling talk now on Twitch. Feel free to follow us there. Um, we would appreciate the follows and the subscribes, but also everywhere else would be wrestling talk now. WTN wrestling talk now on your Facebooks, Instagrams, TikToks, uh, Twitters, uh, and all that. If you do want to follow me on Twitch, it is twitch.tv slash JLBTLC25. And links down below for Real Talk Radio uh, will be down below for that on the doobly doos. They can follow the crazy one, though, as well. Kid Crazy, where can they follow you? You could follow me on uh, Facebook at uh, Michael Costa and on, uh, on the Instagram with Saltita underscore Costa. Or for anything wrestling, right here, Wrestling Talk Now. Bam. So that is pretty much it. That is all. We will be back next Thursday and run it all down again with possibly some special announcements for future shows, uh, potentially live and in person. Stay tuned for that. And uh, should be a doozy. So, um yeah, look out for everything wrestling related though on our socials. We'll obviously keep constantly updating that. So we will uh Costa, I'd like to um Kid Crazy, I'd like to uh thank you, good sir, for joining me tonight. And um always a pleasure. Hope Big Red feels better. So does Jeff. Kudos to those boys. Well, hopefully we'll see them next week and we will do the same for you guys. So until next time, ciao for now.